Good morning, good morning. Oh, how I love the name of Jesus. It is the sweetest name I know. It's the name that heals, the name that saves, the name that delivers. I pray that all is well with you. I first need to, I apologize for not being on on yesterday. Today is Tuesday, March 29th. Uh, I was not able to come on yesterday. I had, uh, let's just say my day was flipped upside down more than once. But I am so happy to say, to report to you a victory. Regardless, you know, I was I was tested on so many levels of my faith, of my patience. Am I going to walk out? 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And I'm so grateful that I was able to pass each test. That speaks volumes. I know some of you only know this me. You know who I am today. Reminder. But some of y'all know Mona, the one I used to be. You know when God saves you and brings you over. You know, he your, your name has changed, okay? The nickname had to go because I am not that person anymore. But I tell you, I have to be honest that it has been a struggle for many, many years to let go of who I used to be and totally walk in who I God created me to be. Now, am I perfect? Do I do get it always right? No, no, and no. But nevertheless, I'm striving for mastery, to master me, honey, because that is it. That's a lifelong challenge. That's why I don't know how anybody has any time to mind anybody else's business because it's a full-time job to master ourselves. Amen, amen, and amen. So again, I ask you to forgive me, but I'm here today, and I'm here today. Um, Let me just go into, I am Ramonda Moore Brown, and you are listening to Forever Changing with Ramonda Moore Brown. We come with our weekly scripture, you know, and nuggets that the Lord himself are just dropping for us. You know, when God gave me this task, I I was like, okay, God, you know, I can do this. It's not, you know, it's, it's okay, you know, but nevertheless, I did not realize how important it was. Because when you're pulling out a scripture, okay, we know how many scriptures are in the Bible. So you don't just go, whoo, I'm going to go to that scripture. You have, you know, you let God lead you to the scripture. And then he tells you what he wants you to, to, to say, to encourage the people, to help them. And that scripture is something that we go back to during the week. It's building our, our memory, you know. It's, it's helping us and it's giving us ingestible nuggets that we can chew on over the week. And we're using practical teaching to watch ourselves, you know, to to learn, forever learning, forever growing, and forever changing. Before I get started, I would like to ask, I would like to challenge each one of you to share this podcast with five people. Why am I saying that? Because today, as I mentioned, the, the podcast is totally different. I'm so not in my comfort zone on today, but I must do what thus saith the Lord. This podcast is a warning and preparation from the Lord. It's warning and instructions for preparation from the Lord. So we don't want to just keep it to ourselves. 
we want to do that for others. So again, I challenge you to share this with five people so that they will know what's going on and what to do if they don't already. Amen? Okay, so our scripture for this week is Joel chapter 2, verses 12 through 13. Okay, I'm going to jump right in. Well, before I do, I have to mention this. I love little nuggets and little things that I learned. Well, a couple of the things that I, uh, about Joel, we know that he is a prophet. And we know, but I, I learned that his name literally meant Yahweh is God. So I thought that was neat. Some people say Joel, some people say Joel. But, you know, I, I've learned to say Joel. So the focus of these scriptures uh, is... The focus is, the focus scripture is Joel chapter 2, 12 to 13. However, there are a few scriptures in this text that just jump out at me. And God, I he, he wanted me to just take a couple of minutes and go over uh, a few of the highlighted scriptures that I had. Again, I mentioned this one is different. But I'm going to do, thus saith the Lord. It's not about me. It's about his people. And his will being done his way. Amen. Chapter 1, it mentions lamenting twice. I believe when we see something that God mentions more than once, we really, we should pay attention anyway. But it's really say, hey, telling us, hey, wake up, pay attention. This is something I really need you to see. So in this, uh, this short amount of scriptures, he's mentioning lamenting twice. And lamenting is to show a very passionate expression of grief or sorrow. Another definition is to mourn due to the loss or the death of someone. This lets us know that these warnings from the prophet Joel were to be taken seriously. Okay. And we know... uh, Okay, we're going to go to chapter 1, verse 8. Right on back over there. I'm in the King James. And, uh, verse 8. Here we go, here we go. Lament like a virgin girded with sackcloth for her husband of her youth. She is, this, this, this example is a, woman mourning for her husband from the youth. I mean, something, attachment, you know, longevity. She's lost someone very precious. So we are to go to God. We are to lament as if we have lost something so precious to us. Verse 13 says, Gird yourself and lament, ye priests. Howl, ye ministers of the altar. Come lie all night in sackcloth, ye ministers of God. And I'm going to stop right there because that's where he told me to stop. Okay. And fasting. Crying out. That's the next one. We're going to stay right here. And then lamenting. Lamenting. You know, you can read that and go, ye ministers of the altar and ye priests. Uh, okay. I know I know for a fact that, that, that several of my... Listeners are prophetess, apostles, ministers, evangelists, teachers. You know, I know that they are. But the beautiful thing about this is 
Everyone is a minister. If you carry the word to someone, you share the word of God with someone, you are a minister. There's no need for a collar or a microphone or a license. You are a minister because you're doing the work of the ministry. You're sharing the good news with someone. You're inviting Jesus to their life, you know, for them to re- receive salvation. So you are in that, in, a, in fact, ministering. You are a minister. This is something telling us all to get in that place where we are lamenting and in a place of sorrow. Now, why in the world would we do that now? I haven't, somebody may say, I haven't lost a loved one. Well, first of all, we are still in to this time of COVID where many of the people have lost loved ones. So they are in a, they know what that state of mourning and sorrow or just people who lost their loved one. They understand that. But because this is a warning from God and instructions, those of us who are called, you know, if my people who are called by my name, that those are the people I'm talking about. Because we are the ones that need to stand in the gap. We are the ones that need to intercede. God is calling us to do something for everyone to save the people. It can't be a selfish thing. It can't be me and my four and my household and my children and my it has to be. It is time for us to come together and to do these things because things are coming and we need to be prepared. And somebody has to be on the wall. We are watchmen on the wall. So, okay, then we have fasting and crying out or weeping also mentioned twice here. Chapter 1, verse 14. Sanctify ye a fast, call a solemn assembly, Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord your God and cry unto the Lord. Okay, then we're going to flip over to chapter 2. We're going to read both of them because I don't think I did. (laughs) Therefore also now saith the Lord, turn ye even to me with all of your heart and with what? Fasting, chapter uh, verse 12, and with fasting and with weeping and mourning. Uh huh. Okay, 13 is a little bit different. That's where I want to hit and I want to kind of land there and stick for a while. 13 says, And rent your heart and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious. And merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repented him of the evil. Boom. We landed, and we're gonna we landed that flip, and we're gonna stick right there. In verse 13, it begins with rent your heart and not your garment. It doesn't get any more specific than that. Because we know we're used to hearing, which is a Hebrew, it's a Hebrew custom to rent your clothing. It's once again, here it, here it is, reiteration of what we talked about. Great sorrow. It's a, it's a Hebrew custom used to express deep sorrow. There are many instances in the Bible. I wanted to get into some of them, but I don't want to go over time. You know, we have uh, several places in the word where people rent their clothing uh, to as an act of expressing great sorrow. But this was said, rent your heart. We must rent our hearts. 
So, did you ask how? I'm glad you asked how. Because we have to come in genuine repentance. We've been talking about repentance, talking about repentance, had no idea that God was leading up to this. But we have to be in a place of genuine repentance in order to rent your heart. You can't, there's no other way to do it. And that is to acknowledge that there are places of brokenness. Now hold on before you before you start thinking. It's easy to assume that one has no brokenness by thinking only of the state of being broken, meaning previous experience where people have hurt you and broke your heart through abuse or rejection or abandonment, you know. But that is not what we're talking about here. And it could be. It could be. But we're talking about so much more. Areas of fear and doubt, the lack of trust, lack of forgiveness, stagnation, rebellion, procrastination, laziness. Oh, it just goes on and on. I'm not even going to go any further with that list. But that also indicates that every one of us has an area. Even if it's an area that our conscious mind is not aware of. So everyone should go to God with a rent heart, a heart that is open, fragile, exposed, available, and ready for God to heal. This is what I call a heart circumcision. Mm -hmm. I mentioned this podcast being different and a warning. As I have mentioned several times before, things are changing. Please understand that what you see on the news, it's like math class, okay? Things have been added. Things have been taken away. Things have been divided. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, things have been fractioned. A half of this and a little bit of that. I'm telling you, the news is not telling you what's really going on. So we have to know that we have a God that knows everything even more than they do. This is a warning. We must stock up. We must stock up. I've been saying this for so long. We must stock up. Another verse that uh, I, I mentioned a lot, didn't know that it was leading up to this. I always mention James chapter 1 verse 5. I always do. I I love it. I I live by it. And it is. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not. And it shall be given given him. Not unto him. I added that. It may be given him. In the times that we will face, there will be. Of famine. We don't want to hear that word. We don't believe that. Think that's time to, you know. But we should not panic or walk in fear. On March the 7th, I did a podcast on Isaiah 43. And it was verse 1. But I extended it to go into verse 2. I didn't realize that God was reiterating here. I'm going to go right there and read that. I'm going to flip back on over to Isaiah chapter 43. Because this needs to be heard needs to be said and it needs to be heard but now thus saith the Lord 
that created thee, O Jacob, and he formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. And then verse 2, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Okay. I, uh, that was the podcast of March the 7th, I think I said. And uh, one of the, the, the uh, prophets that I kind of chime in, you know, to, he released this very word on March 15th. I'm going to uh, uh, share something here that the Lord just dropped. Don't underestimate who you are in God. And how he will reveal things to you. He just called you his own in verse 1. We don't have to get secondhand information. Ooh, thank you, Holy Ghost, from God anymore. We don't have to. We can go to him and he will release and reveal to us if we are doing what we need to do to be able to enter into his presence. And I'm going to leave that right there. But I wanted to share that with somebody who's a little doubtful. Is is God really calling me to do that? Is he really going to use me for that? With all of my blah, blah, what I used to do? Don't worry about that, honey. That's why you got to go to him with a rent heart. And he's going to circumcise that heart, forgive those sins, and he will begin to build you up into the woman of God or man of God. If we have anybody listening, that he created you to be. You know, um, God doesn't want us to walk in fear. He doesn't walk. He want. He doesn't want us to panic. Okay, but in these times, we are about to face. We have hope. We have promises to stand on, which is the what? The holy word of God. Now, yes, we all have basic needs. We have the same basic needs. We're not going to get into them. We all know the basic needs. Yet there are circumstances that make each one of our family units unique. As for myself, I have a large family. So my stocking up don't look like your stocking up if you have a you and your husband or you and your husband and one or two children. That's not the case, okay? So my, my preparation is a little different from yours. I also have medical needs that will have to be addressed. Okay, mind you, I'm not going to get into it too much, but I do want somebody who's a little, you know, wondering what's going on. Well, we know about the war. We're not going to touch that. But everything, I'm not going to say everything, but the majority of the things that we get, we get from China. We mentioned that before. There are some things going on with China, you know, and they do their own thing because they're super militant and super controlling and, you know, they've stopped production on things, closed down something. We have to be prepared. We have to be wise. We have to be wise. So we have to think about our basic needs and also what is it about my family that is unique to me? What do we need to, to make it if things slow down or stop? Okay? So God, uh, as I mentioned, we go to God and seek wisdom for our families. Okay, by that scripture. Okay, as for me, I'll just give an example. God has given me uh, lists. Lists. Because 
you know, things can be overwhelming. He don't want us to be overwhelmed. He has given me lists. So when I notice when I do my prayer, when I do my worship, when I do my Bible study, after that, there's still some downtime. God literally, the Holy Spirit just kind of tells me, write down this, write down that, write down that. And that's how I'm doing it. And I have been, you know, preparing for a little while. But, uh, you know, he'll say, check out that, check out that, get this. And you don't think about everything because that will overwhelm you. You just go down the list as if you were shopping. You know, some things we put on our shopping list that we want, we may not be able to get it this shopping trip, but we'll get it next. So just think of it that way. And God will not have us ignorant. He will impart in us wisdom to do what it needs to be done. So that's the way he spoke to me. He may tell you something differently, but I just wanted to give you an example. But before I end this podcast this morning, I want to repeat these words to you. It is time to fast and pray like never before. But lament, not just praying, but literally crying out to God for the world, for our country, for our government, for our families, for souls to be saved. The list just goes on and on. For these weather, these storms that are coming, these storms that are coming, Again, I say these storms that are coming. Those of us, I know other people, you know, live other where they other places they've experienced the Bahamas, um, Louisiana. Uh, well, God bless them, you know. Wow, you couldn't pour me there. But uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, certain places, South Florida, have just been, you know, hit, hit, hit. And many, and those are uh, many of uh, my hometown listeners know what we experienced with Hurricane Michael. Where it's over three years later. And, we, you know, some of the people still haven't recovered. So we know what it's like, my God, to be without running water. We know what it's like to be without electricity. We know what it's like. Some people don't know what that's like for more than an hour or so. So they don't understand. But it is time. We must go to God genuinely with a rent heart and ask him for wisdom and guidance to plan and prepare and what do you need to do to take care of your family and I take it a little bit further and say God you know help me to be a blessing to somebody else who may be in need because as much as we pray and call out some people will not will not will not believe it will not take it serious until it's too late so this again is a warning and how to prepare for what is to come. To plan and prepare. This is the word of the Lord. And the warning of the Lord. Concerning his people. I love you all. And I'm so grateful for you. Stopping by each week. To listen a little on me. Again, I challenge you to share this with five people. Be a blessing to somebody else. That right now, this could be one of the biggest things you do for somebody else to bless them to, that may not know. They may not be where you and I are, but to give them a glimpse and some nuggets from the Lord of what they should do for what is to come. You know, I'm on Spotify. I'm trying to remember this list. Google Play, Apple Podcasts. 
I'll soon be back on iHeart. I'm waiting for the word. Somehow I got I changed platforms and I, I I'm not on there, but I'm getting back on iHeartRadio um, to get the word out. So if you would share this and you know with whatever pro, uh, platform you're using, I'm so grateful and I thank you, thank you, thank you. And for those who are on the list that I share with every week. Uh, It doesn't bother me one bit to take the time to do that if that's what I need to do, you know, in this hour, you know. So um, we're going to go into a word of prayer. I speak blessings over you and your family. We're going to go into a word of prayer, and I'm going to release you to go about the rest of your day. Amen. Father God, O great one, creator of heaven and earth and everything in between, God, we just thank you today. We thank you for taking to the time to share with us, to give us a chance, God, to plan and prepare, to give us a chance to come back to you in a new way, God, to come back to you in the, you know, in a way of passion, God, openness, you know, just in a new way for you to heal every part of our heart so that we can be truly, truly, truly made whole, Lord God. Thank you for the warnings. We're going to fast. We're going to pray, oh God. Cry out to you in a new way that you may reveal even more of your mysteries, more things, more warnings, God. Whatever it is that you want us to know, God, I speak over everybody that hears this this podcast today and even for years to come. Oh God, we speak wholeness, total wholeness over their life, healing, total healing over their lives, over their minds, their bodies, their spirit mans. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, where there is nothing lacking and nothing broken in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. I love you all. I can't say it enough. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Be encouraged, but most of all, allow the God of all creation who happens to be your father to make you whole.